You in 10 years time are we going to be watching Sky Sports and Chunks is going to be like oh well actually it blah, 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 no blah. it would be horrible <laughs> Chunks if you sell out like that yeah. you are <laughs> done mate you are done <laughs> don't ever change do it always the way that you're doing it because it's the best way it's the only way you know how to do it <laughs> Lovely people, I'm Ben Foster. Welcome to another episode of the Fozcast, where today we don't have any actual guests, but we don't need any because we've got the two people that matter most because we are talking today all things Cycling GK. We've got Tom Rhino legs to my left. Awkward wave. Awkward wave. Frank the editor. Double also, hand wave. Also to my left a little bit. <laughs> Boys, how are we, okay? Frank's nervous. Why are you nervous? I'm not nervous. I just mentioned beforehand that I've just got a bit of, you know, bit of butterflies. Nervous. <laughs> yeah, basically, yeah. <laughs> you don't like being on the camera, do I you? don't mind being on camera, but I don't... When, like, previously, we're just talking about you, and today we're going to be talking about the Cycling GK team and, you know, what's happening and stuff. Okay, guys, before we get into <laughs> it... If you're listening on your podcast supplier, whether it be Apple, Spotify, there's plenty other ones. You can also watch it on YouTube. Head over to the Fozcast podcast YouTube channel. You can watch us all in action. And in particular, you get to see me wearing this incredibly cool Ajax third Awaker. It's like the Bob Marley inspired one. It's black. It is incredible. How cool is it? Very cool. It's very cool. But you are buying a lot of football shirts lately. Is that going on the corporate card or? No, actually, they've all gone on my own personal card. Crack on them, Crack on them. I need them, okay, because we've got to do, I'm doing a lot more Content. football videos. Exactly. Every time right. I see you, you've got two new shirts with you. I have got two new shirts with me. I've got, I bought the Man City, you know that new Man City? Yeah, band? yeah. Or, I don't know. We'll I see. hate it. I haven't tried it on yet, but it looks a bit weird. It's horrible. Come it's on, like let's get into it, boys. Right, so so just to prefix this one, we were looking at guests for the next few weeks. Uh, can be quite tricky, can't it, getting guests? So we said, let's do a po- podcast on The Cycling GK. Why you started it, how it came about, and go into it from there. So on that basis, how the hell does a professional former England goalkeeper start their own YouTube channel? It was, um, the, I'll, I'll be honest, the, the the actual start of the channel was when we decided to put the GoPro in the back of the goal, wasn't it? That was when the channel first started because mm-hmm. that was the idea that gave it legs, proper legs to run with. I had, I had ideas of doing all sorts of stuff with cycling and showing us going out on a bike ride. Do you remember that first bike ride we went out, Tom, where I bought like a tripod with me and I said, right, hang on a minute, I'm going to put this tripod here and I'm going to jump over this cattle bunny grid. Hop over the cattle yeah, grid. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bunny hop over this cattle grid and it'll look sick. And then like it kind of, that's where it started. But then... We, we kind of got everything in place. We got the channel set up. We had all the legalities signed off, blah, 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 blah. And then one day, didn't I? I just said, I'm just going to stick it in the goal. We had a game uh, a game against Luton. It was the big sort of Watford-Luton derby. And I said, I'm going to stick it in the goal and just see what it looks like. And you and the, we had another guy involved at the time were like, no, you can't do this. You can't just go and stick a camera in the back of the goal in an <laughs> in a English championship football match. And it, it's not just going to fly. You're going to get struck down. You're going to get a strike against you. Copyright. You could get sued. And I went, no. They were the conversations. Basically were the conversations. Like, almost like me and your wife, Kate, were... It It was an argument. Yep, for it sure. It was an argument of, you can't just do what the fuck you want. And on this occasion, you went, yeah, I can. So we did it. So I did it. Yeah. <laughs> Look but, where we are now. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. But what? why... Why? Because you're currently playing, you, you earn good money. What? Why do it? 
So I'm into, I've always liked, well, not always, but especially in the last couple of years, really been into YouTube. I love watching, there's a load of people that we've always watched and we buzz off and I love that kind of interaction anyway. And I think what lockdown taught me was the rise of doing stuff over Zoom. So the amount of things I was doing on the internet, on Zoom, Zoom calls, this, that, whatever I was doing. Do you remember that Watford um, cycle kind of thing I did, home yeah, training yeah, thing yeah. where me and a load of the lads and I was a fitness instructor and I was taking the session. Michael Richards. Yeah, and my, then I did one for the BBC with yeah. Michael Richards and all those other guys kind of thing. That genuinely made me think, do you know what? People must actually kind of like this kind of stuff. Like the way that I just say stuff and I don't really preempt anything or think about things too much. I just say what comes into my head. So I thought, let's give it a go. I'll start doing a bit of vlogging. So we'll put the camera in the goal for the, the looting game. I'll put a little bit of context, context around it. After the game, I sort of walked around saying, great result. If you enjoyed this, you know, give it a thumbs up, give it a like, all that kind of stuff. Look, I've got a shirt for you. Somebody can win this shirt as well. And the reaction to it, wasn't it? Like you weren't involved yet, Frank, were you? Yeah, no, you weren't involved at this point. We had another editor, but the reaction to it was, wow. Yeah, it was, but it was, it was, we we kind of, we'll go back to that. But like as, as a fan then, Frank, so so as a football fan, you're mad into YouTube and everything else. When you you saw the channel pop up, what, what were you thinking? Did you like it? What, what was going on? Well, I originally was just scrolling through YouTube as you do when you're just sort of like, you know, it's like, it's like not doing work basically. And I can't remember which, what the first video was, but I saw GoPro and Goal. And I thought, well, that's different. Like I've never seen that before. Um, and I watched through it and I was like, you know what, this is cool. And then the next video I watched was your cycling, cycling video, um, through Cheddar Gorge. Gorge. When you've um, got like loads of punctures, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I watched that video and I was like, Do you know what? This is really cool. I just like the whole concept, and I just thought, oh, fuck it, I'm just gonna send you guys yeah. an email and be like, then, So, this guy, guys, this is how Frank, our editor, our actual editor, came to get involved with the cycling GK. So, I think this is a lesson for absolutely anybody out there, absolutely anybody. If you really want something and you're interested in something and you want to get involved in it. Just go and find a way, send an email, yep. go and meet them in person, find them and track them down, whatever it takes, okay? So Frank literally sent us an email. He sent us a CV in an email to you, didn't he? And you said, guys, why don't we just look at this guy? Why don't we have a look at him? We might need somebody as a backup, an alternative, just in case the editor, the current editor could, couldn't do it or he can't make the video or whatever. Why don't we just look him? Why don't we sound him out, send him some footage, see if he can make up a, a video for us and just, just go from there kind of thing. It was, it was really interesting because I think I, I've had a few, I don't get as many as you'd expect though on email. People aren't as proactive mm. as you were. And actually, the thing that struck a chord with me is that, yeah, he sent everything, but you also sent a link to your own channel. So, yeah, yeah. So, you are our head of production and you do everything. You don't have a team of four or five. It's important to know that mm -hmm. you do everything, i.e., um, you pro you edit the videos, you yeah. edit the podcasts. Sometimes does the thumbnails. Sometimes, Sometimes does I, I battle with Ben with the thumbnails. If he can get one in ahead of me <laughs> and I haven't got time or something. Yeah, that's it. But it, it is, like you say, it's a big, big lesson because you throw enough mud at the wall, some of it will stick, won't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, never stop yourself from what you want to do going forward if you think something's going to stop you. Just go out there, send emails, talk to people, knock down the doors, just go for it. Um, I think what... I think the thing you mentioned a while back was the YouTube channel. So I'd, I, you know, I've been, I've, I've been messing about on YouTube for years. I used to do edits and just mess around with my mate, my mates and stuff. And I really enjoyed that YouTube side of things. I've been a YouTube fan my whole life. So when I sent you my channel, 
you've realised that you know I've I've done this. Yeah. Not, not on the scale. Well. Yeah, not on the scale sure, that we're doing sure. now. But I understood the sort of ins and outs. You of, understand the world of for what sure. YouTube yeah, was sure. about. Um, so yeah, ne- no, never be scared of just you know throwing your CV out there or sh- yeah. sending some links or showing your work. Um, yeah. Well, we had, our there. editor at the time was he, he actually worked for Watford at the time as well. Great lad. Um, he was a really good and brilliant editor as well. It's just it was a little bit of a conflict. Wasn't too it? close to home. It was a little bit too close to home. It was a little bit of a conflict with the club. Um, so it was more the work life balance, wasn't it? Because he had a full time job. Yeah, he had a full time job, and he just found it difficult to be able to turn the videos over in time yeah. as quick as the, as quick as we wanted them putting out. Really, bear in mind we were in the championship. We had a game every Wednesday, every Saturday, relentlessly, and he just couldn't keep up. Basically, so like I say, Frank, we got him on board. He did a few edits for us, and we really liked his stuff. Well, we sent the footage, didn't we, to two people? We went on a bike ride, and we sent um, it, yeah. yeah, we sent the footage to a couple of people, and it was straightforward kind of thing. But when there was one little bit in the video where I said something which wasn't maybe not 100% PC kind of thing, and I kind of knew it was out there, nothing offensive really. And I thought it will be interesting to see if what they leave each that in. editor yeah. does. And Frank got rid, got rid, got rid, and w- manipulated the video, and it was wicked. I remember watching it because I watched it and I was texting you and Kate going, Have you watched it yet? Have you watched the video? Have you watched the video? And then you've texted, you rang, didn't you? And you were like, it's good. I like <laughs> him. I think he's got a chance. So, yeah, so that's how we got to know Frank. And then I think Luke was on holiday or something. We couldn't do a few videos. Yeah, um, and there were a little bit of a bit of a discontent, a bit of a conflict at football with him doing it at the same yeah. time. So we gave it to you, didn't we? We said, right, yeah. I'm going to trust you to do it. Because I needed to trust you. Because if you're getting access to all this football content behind the scenes, changing room banter, I need to know that you know what to put out. I need to know if you're going to be sensible enough yeah, to, yeah. to cut stuff out, edit stuff, Blur will. He did. He did sign an NDA and IP contract. Blur will use swear in every five seconds, and you did. You you just took to it like a duck to water. So that's how you got involved. And I can honestly say, mate, I'm buzzing your ear as well because you're you're not bad, mate. I reckon you got a chance. (laughs) Yeah, you might keep him. Yeah, but but when you when we launched the channel, so. Obviously, September last year. September twenty seventh. Yeah, I think first video was published. But we went out obviously during lockdown, riding bikes and stuff, and. The, the content, the ideas were nuts, weren't they? Nuts. We had all sorts. We had absolutely millions of everything and absolutely... But I think one thing we've, we can all agree on, as we've got into this world, how hard is it to try and organise something in yeah. the YouTube space with other people, with collaborations, with just just even when it's just us, trying to get something penciled in and then actually going out and doing it. It is a nightmare, isn't it? Well, there's no rule book on YouTube, is there? There's no like right way to do things. And yeah, you know, people have started YouTube channels from like the age of 15 and not some people, you know, never really had a real job. They've just gone straight into YouTube. Yeah. So when you work with these collaborators and, and influencers and stuff, there's no like structure to their day no, and there's no. no structure to the to that world. So when you you know, when when we messaged them, it could just be so different where you know, in in the business world, it doesn't work like that. Yeah, you know, you say a time you you, you, do you can plan stuff months in advance in the yeah. business world. In this honestly, in YouTube, we have to do it almost week by week. We're week yeah. to week on the podcast. We have to do it week by week because we we've done it before where we've like sent the messages and said, Can you 
book us out we're in that day yeah like you can definitely do it yeah cool definitely do it literally <laughs> the week of it still good for that oh no actually no I've got I can't yeah, because yeah. it's everyone's in the world is fluid they changes, basically yeah. work off the same rotor yeah. where it's all fluid and they're always changing and some of it will come up last minute so it is hard work to get it done but my god do we buzz off it it, do, it is but do you remember the day we f- published the first video uh, yes, I do. Because we had some little targets, didn't we, that me and you wrote down and stuff. But yeah. Tell us subscriber about, targets. Yeah, subscriber yeah. targets. But tell us about like publishing, because I know how I felt, but like publishing that first video. Yeah. So we did it in our in my living room at home. Yeah. Um, and I did, and the same day as that that video getting published, I was all, we were also recording another video. It was the FTP test video, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. And that day where we had to literally click the button and press publish yeah. boom that video can go out the channel is now live because you have to make the channel live literally seconds before and then publish yeah? yeah so once you've done that then you get on twitter instagram and you have to post the pictures you have to put the little stories out the reels out you have to put everything out there the channel's now live guys go and watch please go and watch this go and watch that go and subscribe and we were literally <laughs> watching it going yeah go on how many people that? have subscribed we were, we how were many going, people have viewed it the video had been live for like half an hour and I was going, there's 700 people subscribed. And then I go, there's 2,000 people. And you were like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> you you were like a sicko though, mate. You, it was like your newborn baby and you were watching it breathing in front of you and you were going, watching the- That's because so beautiful. On the, on, the, um, on the desktop version of um, YouTube Studio, by the way, guys, it's like a massive analytics tool for YouTubers and for people's channel. And it's so in-depth, it's brilliant, honestly. But you can actually see a live subscriber count. Yeah. So it it might be like now we're on what? 750 or 1,000 subscribers. You can literally go watch it go up one by one by yeah, one yeah. by one yeah. kind of thing and Tom I know for a fact would have gone home that day and just been watching it he'd <laughs> have just been watching it Refresh. and I was getting Refresh. text messages WhatsApp we've gone up this amount we've gone up this amount something's happened in the last 10 minutes it's gone up 200 or something like that it was mad wasn't it it was it was and and it's been a great journey so far but just go back a little bit on the why you did it and everything else so before you the channel was conceived. You're 37 year old. You've not played for another 10 years. Um, how were your feelings about retirement before the podcast and the YouTube channel was a thing? How, how what was your mindset like about retirement? Yeah, I, I, I could honestly say that I just signed a new two year contract at yeah. Watford actually, and the the contract ends at the end of this season and honestly it was like that's it done once I've finished this contract I'm done finished I will retire happy as Larry I've had a great innings wicked and then we started the channel up and then we saw the interaction within the football community and people just in general over the cycling GK and it makes me go wow actually this this whole world is massive and it's made me love football a whole lot more want to prolong my career a whole lot more and make me really, really excited for after football as well because the possibilities of having your own platform like we've got at the minute are huge. What would you have done after football if you didn't have the channel? I would have probably gone into media. I would have probably gone into mainstream Mainstream media media. where you would probably see me on like, I don't know, a a Sky Sports or BT Sports or Soccer Saturday or something like that where I'm doing it in my style like you might see on the videos, the way that I talk, the way that I interact with people, uh, a very sort of loose, like light-hearted sort of like you know what I mean just happy-go-lucky kind of thing now though because I do have my own platform you know hopefully we will get to a million subscribers in the next I don't know few months hopefully yeah. well hopefully um, by September the yeah, 27th if we can do it in a year it would be an incredible <laughs> achievement but the fact that we've got our own platform means that we can literally just 
put our own content out there. We can, instead of me sitting on a panel on Sky Sports and like playing to their tune, basically, I have to arrive yeah. at a certain time, stay there all day, look a certain way, dress with a suit and tie. I can get up in the office upstairs with my... Ajax third kit inspired by Bob Marley and I can yeah. talk about football the way I but want to talk about football you can invite your football mates you can invite we've exactly already had yeah. you're not restricted at all exactly you can do I think want. that's the beauty of it for me is just not being restricted by anybody or anything I can just say and do exactly what I want to do when I want to do it and that's the beauty of it for me I think having your own platform is ma- is such a massive thing well, do you remember have. what Theo Baker said in the last podcast and he was like you know he, he wanted to be a footballer when he was younger but he decided to go down the YouTube route and he says he's done more in football yeah. now Since, being a YouTuber yeah. than he would have done if he followed his playing career. He's got to play he at played. Wembley, he's got to play in all these massive charity yeah. matches, he gets to meet some of the be- best footballers in the world, play with the best yeah, footballers in the exactly. world, collaborate with them, do video, skill videos, football videos. He's he goes, met, he goes like, on meals of Madison and stuff. Exactly. You know? What percentage of footballers don't get to play at Wembley? A lot, a, a huge amount of people. A huge amount of people. Yeah. The doors that it opens, you, honest. And can, like before we move on as well, can we just talk about the YouTube community? How kind of how how much more different it is to all the other social platforms out there? Yeah, yeah. You know, the Twitters, Instagram, TikToks, all that kind of stuff. Because. I honestly just like I could read the comments and on any one of our videos and just you just feel so good because it's such a nicer community isn't there people genuinely are so grateful and so thankful that we're giving them something to watch it's it's amazing yeah, isn't yeah. It? the it's world content, is amazing it's content that, that they may not have seen before and they can really buy into the journey it's the, when we set up the channel we said we'll always post regularly yeah. publish videos regularly yeah. that was the thing consistency mm-hmm. to growth and everything else and actually, you're giving it people that they might not have seen before, and it's free. Anyone can just go on and watch it. And if they don't like it, they don't like it. But it's kind of helped a lot of people as well, like because of the difficult two years we've had. For sure, How yeah. How many people do you get saying about helping with their mental health? And massive, stuff? massive amounts of people say it all the time. And do you know what? The, the, the amount of people now that I get come up to me as well, in like after games or whatever it was, it could be just getting into my car, going down the street or anything, out shopping or whatever. And the amount of people that will come up to me genuinely really thankful and grateful and they will almost talk to me like I'm their friend already like they know me because they I do. think I think that's the beauty of YouTube you you yeah, actually yeah. get to know these people like if we're, if I'm a fan of some some I don't know sidemen people whoever it is I feel like I know that person I've never I, I, I've met one sideman Simon haven't we and lovely bloke I felt, I felt but I felt like I knew him Chris MD I felt like this I knew him people f- now you have got a taste for it the boot being on the other foot but when some people come up to you and say, like, thank you, and you really helped me and stuff, how does that make you feel? It's amazing. Last night we played, so we, we had a game last night, guys. It was uh, the Carabao Cup uh, against Crystal Palace, okay? So we won the game 1-0. After the game, and no, sorry, let's just talk about the game. So we're playing in the game, and the amount of people in the game, whilst the game is live, going on, around me, cycling GK, come on the boys, <laughs> all this kind of stuff, yeah? All of that everything all game long like whistling Ben just trying to catch my attention just because of the YouTube and like the, I'll go over to him hi and love your videos man I honestly love you too. and they all they just talk yeah, about yeah. YouTube they don't talk about football yeah. they don't talk about football I, I, I heard one person last night actually say is that actually the cycling GK? They were at the football. <laughs> they were at the football. I didn't know he plays football as well. <laughs> I know. They, but I think that's what it is though. They don't see me as a footballer. They see me as a YouTuber. Yeah, yeah. So they were at the football and their mates with them and they say, is that actually the cycling GK? Well, yeah, that's like my yeah. job as well. That's where the content comes from, from there. Um, so yeah, it is. It's mad. The amount of people. But like I said, the one story in particular, after the game, 
um, I was walking back to the car and there's quite a few fans at the stadium still. And there was this one family and there was this little, this young girl in a, in a wheelchair. She was a lovely little girl and she had a family with her. And the whole family must have been really big sort of YouTube fans, Cycling GK fans. And the kids were genuinely coming up to me and hugging me like, wow, wow. oh my God, I'm so... And the, the mum and dad were like, oh my God, they love your videos so much. Like they, honestly, they, they love it so much. And the little girl was like buzzing. I was, it was honestly genuinely nice. So nice, but... They, they felt they could come up to me and give me a hug and all that kind of stuff because they feel like they know me. And I think yeah. that bit, that little bit there, it's that's the bit for me that makes me go, wow, like isn't that YouTube is, special is place, different. Isn't it? It's a yeah. special place yeah, and yeah. it's different to everything else. But isn't that so impactful though, Frank? Because you've been in, in the public eye for many, many years. Different, but the fact that we work on the channel and we see that, yeah, yeah. doesn't that make you feel just warm and... Yeah, totally. It makes like all of the edits that we do and the work we put behind the actual channel all worth it it's yeah. fun it's, it does it's a fun job I love you know we always talk about how great it is and what we do yeah um, but yeah when you get people going up to you being like cycling GK it's you're like, it's fuck, you're like what we're doing is you yeah. know right we're doing yeah. something right surely yeah. I think because there's three of us there is literally three of us and we spoke about it before that there isn't an agency behind we have an agency that pick up a little bit of our social media um, not like in your no, private sure, accounts yeah, or your yeah. private accounts yeah. but it is literally three of us. So anything we do is so much sweeter. But when you had the idea originally about the channel, because it's shot on GoPros, it's very raw and authentic. We didn't have anyone advising on that. That was through your own, my own research, wasn't it? Trial and error. It's just literally trial and error. You just do something. And then if it worked, brilliant, I'll do that again. And if it didn't, probably don't do that again next time. Should we try yeah. this? And then that's where that's where I think part of the job is watching other YouTubers, watching other videos and spending time doing that. I, I genuinely think that is part of the job because you need to learn what looks good, what works, what people like, what people don't like. And to be fair, a lot of what we did in the first place, people like anyway because they've never seen it before. They've yeah. never seen the behind the scenes like that. They've never had that access before. So I didn't have to change too much, but there's a lot of things we have incorporated into it which we've learned off other people and we've gone that actually looks really cool why don't you do that and there's again? nothing wrong with that is there no for sure that's how i guarantee you every famous or successful or whatever it is business youtuber they've learned from other people you can always i don't care how old you are you'll always learn new tricks yeah. from other things and that's the other thing about the youtube community you, you know you've got to know a lot of the content creators really well that you call friends now as as have i and wicked and, guys though as well and they? and actually they're, everybody's about helping each other, yeah. aren't yeah, yeah. they? That's the madness. If this was a business, you'd go, oh, they're a competitor almost. And yes, we can coexist. But people genuinely want to help think, each other. Think about the words we're using. We use the word community. Yeah. We wouldn't say that word yeah. if there wasn't a community. Yeah, so when people talk about the YouTube community, it's a real thing. It's, it's a real thing. It, it definitely is. It definitely is. And when we're just harking back to retirement and stuff. So in the football world is genuinely like people think they've got millions and millions of quid and they retire. What people forget sometimes is they're elite level athletes, active mind, active body, 35, 36, 39, 40, the tap's turned off. So for you now to have this ahead of you must fill you with excitement. For sure, exactly. Like I say, it just goes back to me saying about having my own platform. That's the beauty of it. I mean, I've always been a busy person anyway, and I'm always kind of, uh, like I, I said to you before, it's like that OCD thing and that collecting thing and whatever it is I'm into, I need to get into it. I mean, fully into it though. I will go head and shoulders into it. Yeah, I'll, I know. That's a bit of a problem sometimes, isn't it? It is, but it's also a, it's a massive like benefit as well. I love it, honestly. I think it's <laughs> The wicked. car park's getting full, Tom. Yeah, well, this is it. This is our analogy of, of car parks and um, you have lots 
lot of ideas and we'll, we, me and Frank are like, well, let's park this one in the car park for now. And then we're at the point where we've got a multi-story. I'm a creative type, yeah. right? Well, do you know what? I never realised this. We've been friends for donkey's years and I never knew. Because unless you work with someone, you don't know. Are they detail-orientated or whatever? Mm. And yours is creation and you'll come in and like, last week it was NFTs. And I'm like, where the fuck has that come from? What? And me and Frank are going... Oh, he's on NFT now. <laughs> God help us. Cryptocurrency, though, it's massive. And I think it's going to be the way forward. It's not a conversation for today, but I fully stand by it, guys. I Tell think you we what, need to it... get into it. We need a cycling GK <laughs> NFTs. Who wants to buy pictures of a blurred Will Hughes swearing picture? I think people want to buy that, all right? Yeah, Fiverr, I'm in. I'm in. Yeah. And... Um, and just on the day-to-day running of the channel, tell us how how you're involved, not us, because we know, but for people listening and watching, again, there is no agency. So what do you do on the channel besides the GoPro, obviously? Yeah. Okay, so um, so basically, so, we, so we've got a group chat, haven't we? So the Cycling GK group chat is just literally us three. It's lit up all the time. But it, it is literally every single day. day buzzing. It is more than anybody. It's the most contacted, frequently used group chat or chat of on my phone, for sure. And I guarantee yeah. it probably is on your twos yeah. as well. Um, but on a day-to-day basis, obviously I go to work every day. I've got football still I drive down every single morning um, down to Watford train and then I'll come back and then most of the time I'm coming straight in here to see Tom which is where Tom is based and Tom will get here like it's basically like a nine to five job for Tom I'm sure most of the time it's nine to about not one true. or two that's really <laughs> really really you're selling me down the river here massive time <laughs> no, the, 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 the thing with YouTube is it is just 24 hours a day like everything can pop off at any single time of the day so you'll get emails at any single but it, time the Thing, because we all enjoy it so much and I know it's a cliche but it doesn't yeah feel it doesn't like work. feel like yeah. work yeah for sure it does, well, it's not work you, you don't pay yourself do you but no exactly <laughs> I literally don't get paid all my money goes on frigging hey, 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 everything we everything the Cycling GK earns from YouTube will sponsor you at the minute has been paid on Frank yeah. and Tom that's all it's done and <laughs> we're, equipment we're hitching on the gravy train aren't we cheers, cheers guys oh, by the way as well not just to be fair not just you two guys but the amount of things we've sponsored in the last yeah. sort of few months as well we are tell us about your tell us about your recent sponsorship so so let me quickly run through it we've got so we we sponsor two local cycling teams we sponsor three local football teams and the big one is that we are now the proud sponsors stand sponsor proud stand sponsor (laughs) of Carnarvon Town FC if you go to their home stadium which is called Tom Get out. I'll have a look in a minute. I can't remember either. Um, but there, if you... <laughs> Welsh Premier League. So we are the proud sponsors of a Premier League football team, okay? That is big deal. That is big news. It might be the Welsh, Welsh. Premier. I'll, I'll, put the, I'll put the image up now. Yeah, it, 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 put it on screen now. If you're on watching on YouTube, here you go, boom. Now have a look at that. We are the proud sponsors of a whole stand of Carnarvon FC. So and I honestly think it looks incredible. So this literally has just popped in my head now. So we've talked about going to a match, haven't we? Yes. So And we said, right, it'll be wicked if we can get Basler to drive us all there. Why don't we one day put it out and say, listen, we're having a cycling GK day out and ask all the fans and stuff to, to come along Bro, to a game. Come to a come to a yeah. we'll, we'll all go together so and it'll be a cycling GK day out. You do a little meet and greet after and stuff. Everyone yeah. that's get, there will get buy a photo taken with Ben. Yeah, everyone that's yeah. there will buy him a pint. Yeah, sod it. Capped at 
No, don't be dickheads. That's what I mean. Like, it'll be another sponsorship. Like, I don't care. Like, we're not, I'm not trying to make money from the site. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? As long as people have a nice time and it's all, like I say, it's all about the community anyway. If we, we'll do that one day, right? We'll have a Carnarvon Town day out where we go to a match, right? And we will buy any single fan that goes to the game a pint. All right, boom. Deal? Boom. Sweet. Yeah, which is getting it. the time because one conversation we had ages ago was, um, so obviously I came full time with you and we were like, oh, it'd be so sick. It's like when you come home from training, we just go for a bike ride and take the cameras out. And I said to you about three months ago, didn't I? I don't think it's going to be long that before you say, let's go for a ride after training. And I'll go, I can't. I'm too busy. We're already there now, mate. Jeez. To be fair, the timing's been tough lately because it's been pre-season. Like pre-season yeah. as a football is just brutal anyway. It's double sessions every day. And um, it's basically two months of give up your life for football and it's just the way it is it's the same every single year you don't have yeah. any time to do anything other than football yeah. um, but now let's say the season's underway now so we'll be able to start banging out some wicked content yeah. for sure and it's it's busy 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 which is good it's good busy isn't it mm-hmm. but um, when I came on full time with you it was following a meeting wasn't it do you remember the meeting we had yeah I do remember uh, in the kitchen at home you, with with Google with yeah. YouTube. Yeah, we had so basically we've got um we've got our own YouTube sort of channel manager. So you're the channel manager, but then we've got somebody like a rep. We've got somebody at YouTube who looks, looks after after us. our channel specifically. Big shout out Mackey legend. Yeah, Chris Mackey by the way, what a guy. Like we we went for a burger with him once that were like, what a guy, wicked wicked awesome. bloke. Any problems we encounter, anything we run into, he can he can hook us up, he can look after it, he can inter- introduce us to people. Just a wicked bloke, isn't it? Awesome. Great that it, it, we're so thankful that Chris is our channel manager because it's, it's, it's a massive aid to us, isn't it? Yeah, really But we, we basically had a, like a massive, it was quite a big deal, wasn't it? We had a, a big meeting with like Google, YouTube, really. It was the heads it? of their sports the from he- around uh, Europe. Well, yeah, worldwide pretty much. Yeah. There was somebody in Chile who asked the question, wasn't there? Yeah. So it was a big deal kind of thing. I think there was a couple hundred employees on there, a couple hundred big dogs within the YouTube, Google community and in that workspace. Um, and they basically just wanted me to sit down and talk them through it exactly yeah. explain what I do how I do it how it's received within football like what it, we're doing now like, like what we're doing now how it's received within the football club could it be scalable could other sports do it could other, other sports people do it um, and they just wanted to pick my brains basically but they were they were genuinely buzzing for it wasn't they they were so intrigued by it, of how it worked the goings on the ins the well, outs what I found interesting is that you know it's your channel ultimately and everything but they were they were really interested in my take on it as well, weren't they? Uh, for the, 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 the nuts and bolts. Yeah, for sure. But like, so we were on the call together. We were at your house and your internet's brutal. I was in the kitchen, you were in the bedroom. And then we've put the phone down. And bear in mind, I've got a job at this point. Yeah. And you've walked in and we just had... This. What was your job? So I worked, I've always worked in like the wine trade and stuff. So I used to work for Heineken and then wine and beer. And so my recent job, I was like selling wine. So he was like, a schmoozer, guys. Honestly, yeah. he was a schmoozer. Sock class schmoozer. He's, he basically does what he does now, but in the wine industry, just schmoozes people, talks to people, and goes, "Yeah, we could try and sort something like that." <laughs> is that is that is that we'll, the real job? We'll yeah? pencil it in somewhere down <laughs> the line. Just pencil it. But it was a wicked call, wasn't it? The call we had with Google was yeah. wicked. Like I, I remember literally hanging up. He, her, I went into the kitchen yeah. where he was sat doing his bar, and we literally high fived and went. This is freaking incredible. Well, this, yeah, was, yeah. this was Boom. Like spring. This, yeah, we're on to summer. This was spring and we had an outline plan that I'd come on full time like this Christmas approaching. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we basically put our heads together and we went, 
now we've got to do it well we? we couple of that with the fact that we had so many incomings of stuff didn't we like the the brand Email, deals everything. the brand, brand deals. deals that we were trying to like sign with people and stuff like that because like the whole like because it was the cycling GK the cycling part of it is really sort of like really interesting to some of the cycling brands because if they can get the football sort of crowd to come on board a yeah, little oh, bit yeah. and sort of watch a bit of cycling and go actually that looks pretty cool because if I go out for a cycle you get to see the sights the sounds you, you feel better for it do you know what I mean it's great mm-hmm. for your body anyway physically but mentally you come back from a bike ride you feel incredible and I think if you if, if they could we could bring a little bit of the football crowd yeah. to go and get involved in the cycling world as well. It's win-win for everybody. Well, it's because working because there's so comments we, coming in saying, I'm, you know, I'm getting I'm into cycling. cycling. Yeah. I'm taking bike. cycling, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, so, so that's what I mean. We had so many brand deals with these, like, whether it's Specialized or Zip Wheels or Zwift or Rafa. Do you know what I mean? We had the big boys muck off. Um, they all wanted to get involved and be a part of the channel and we were buzzing because they were people we work with anyway. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, we, yeah. I, I rode Specialized by Shram, Zip, all, they're all the components that I use. I always wore Rafa, cask helmets, muck off to yeah. clean my bikes. It was a no-brainer. We wanted to work with these people anyway. So we had, we had to, so many stuff we had to deal with though. So you just didn't have the time to do it with a full-time job. No, no, that's it. And I mean, it was an open door really in the fact that you're not just going to, after years and years of, of, of loving a brand, you're not just going to rip it up and go, I'm going to move to the competitor. Garmin, Garmin, sorry. Yeah, yeah Garmin, Garmin, because they've offered you you know the most money is because you like the product trust yeah the product. i've always used the product yeah, always used exactly. the product so it was it, but it was brilliant for us wasn't it like how buzzing were we when we signed deals with all Jeez. our favorite brands like like I say all the ones that i've just mentioned and then like i'll get a bike for free like oh my god like specialized genuinely right why like as part of the deal we'll get you down we'll we've got a bike for you and it was like oh my god like the gravel <laughs> bike you know the one yeah, with, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. The, with the bit inside where i put like the hot dog and stuff like yeah, that yeah, yeah. like they gave me this bike and it is the most beautiful i went out on a couple of nights ago it is still the most beautiful bike honestly like oh absolutely and they just give it to me and i was like oh my god it's like a kid in a candy shop but you know the thing is though as well i think people sometimes will go you know the spoiled footballers and this but you you really really do appreciate it don't oh, you oh fully appreciate it but like you could ask me any question about any of them brands that I've mentioned there and I will know the answer to it it's not fake I'm not doing it to yeah. sort of get money or and don't get me wrong the, the deals aren't massive money or anything what like that what Garmin's half year results in uh, 16, 17 yeah come on <laughs> if you want to talk to me about a Garmin Edge 830 yeah. or 1000 then boom or my Garmin Phoenix watch I know the answers to it because I use yeah. them daily religiously I love the data side of it um, but anything else like that like I'm not trying to get I'm, I'm not trying to it's not a joke we're not playing at this are we kind of thing I know the brand and I love the brand so for them to come and try and be a part of the cycling GK it was like wow this is so cool but it's not a free for all because like obviously Frank you edit the videos and stuff and we it, it's not a mercenary thing where we're like let's try and get as much out we can out of this one it's a business and it's not your plaything it's got to wash its own face well mate you've you've left a full-time job you're you're, you're a homeowner you've got a mortgage you've got two kids you've got a wife like for you to leave a full-time job and come yeah. on board, it's a scary thing. Same with you, Frank. Do you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. You had a job, even though it was freelance and it's a bit sort of here, there, or ever, but you still have to give something course, up yeah, fully yeah. Yeah, yeah. to commit to it. So I then, at that point, I go, wow, I'm like a full-time employer. I have to look after these people. They're getting mortgages. They've got houses. They've got cars. They've got bills. Like any other person yeah, do. Yeah. For me, that was like, shit, this got real like do you yeah. know what I mean it's not a plaything anymore do you know well, what I mean like you know my end as well like moving with you guys you know I you know, I stopped all of my other work because yeah. I was quite busy doing all other little bits and bobs um, and then you know slowly I started emailing people being like you know I've can't, 
I yeah, can't work I can't anymore. Work anymore. I've hit the big time. Fuck you all. <laughs> how long? How so? Say if I've got like a match. So the vi- like I I give you a match footage on a Monday, for example. All the match vlog. The, so the, say we play. We've just played at the weekend, didn't we? Against who did we play on Brighton. Saturday? Brighton. Thank you, brother. <laughs> we just played Brighton on Saturday, yeah, yeah. and I will send you all the footage on a Sunday or Monday, Sunday won't night, I? Yeah. For example, once it's all been sent on we transfer, how long will that all that footage take to edit up? So normally I would download it either on a Sunday night or early Monday morning when I'm like getting in the shower 9.30 and early Frank <laughs> <laughs> so I get it all downloaded um, I've got my own little office down in Bournemouth where I edit um, and then I normally start chopping up around 9.30 10 o'clock and then by 1 o'clock 2 o'clock we're sort of going through the passes you know sending it around a group and stuff and yeah it's uploaded by 2 3 o'clock two, ready three to o'clock, go yeah. for the afternoon so so can we talk about on this then the actual kind of composition of the video. So with the video, we get the video on there, it gets uploaded to YouTube. And then when you're scrolling down YouTube, you'll see a little picture, which is the thumbnail. So let's talk about thumbnail wars. With so, you two. so I'm dropping a grenade in the middle of you nah, two and just it's, fucking it's, off. It's a safe space, isn't it? It's a safe space. It's not. It's never a battle. Uh, Frank is. I think Frank is better than me at doing thumbnails. I just love doing them. I think I just take over and love doing. I them. agree. But Frank, honestly, I think I do. I think Frank's for better than me at thumbnails, and I buzz off it as well. So if if a video is done and you just send the thumbnail, I'll go with it all day long. So mm. I know it will be a banger. I know it will be a banger. But I'll the thing is, fit. you. So what you do is you you filmed a video, yeah. and you go home that evening and make a thumbnail. Yeah. So the time I've got the footage and I start chopping up and I'm start fi- I start thinking about a thumbnail. You've already emailed me a thumbnail. <laughs> I'm halfway through a thumbnail and now we've got two thumbnails. Goes into the WhatsApp group and then the battle begins. Well, it's not a battle because <laughs> I'll say I'm using mine. Yeah. And the problem is that my voice. Is it fair to say it doesn't count at all? Well, you're not a creative. Tom, Tom is not a creative. <laughs> Frank, you're with me. Give me some of that. Come on. He, Tom is not creative. But he's like the business size. He's a bit of the so, brain. So when I throw out my opinion there, um, on the and I'll go, I think this, what is the stock response I get? You're not a creative, not a creative Tom. Tom. Stay yeah. out of it. Leave it to the creators. <laughs> me and Frank will sort this out. Right? By the way, yeah. this could be about anything as well. Yeah. yeah like, it could anything. actually be a commercial deal and I'll still get there. You're not a creative. I'm like, not relevant. Yeah. Not it's, relevant. It's kind of true though, but the, the, I think the thumbnail is a massive part of a YouTube video, isn't it? It's, it's like, we, we've I think it's 80% of the gone. video. So, you know, that's the first thing you're going to see. Exactly. Thumbnail titles. It needs to draw you in. It needs to hook yeah, you yeah. in. I need to see a picture and think, what is that? I want to see more of that. Where is he there? What's he looking at sort of thing? What is it that's made him have that reaction? Kind yeah, of thing? Yeah, I yeah. want to see more. And I think that's something we've learned as we've got on well, the, al- the channel. The algorithm is so important on YouTube yeah. and it's thumbnail, it's title, it's within the description, those first three or four lines in the description. But so it's a little bit different with yours because they're football videos. It's quite topical. So some sometimes you might put something like a Brighton player in there or if there's something happened like... Um, a fight during a match for example I think it is different as well I think our videos are different because I think people know what it is now and they know yeah. there's a time there's a time frame for it so they know that if like we've got Tottenham on Sunday they know that on Tuesday or Wednesday or even Monday there's going to be the vlog will drop so they know what that they know what to expect anyway yeah. so I think the thumbnail even though it has got a big bearing I think even then though we're still going to get people watching because they want to watch yeah. it anyway kind of thing. And it is a little bit different. So if if like a, a standard YouTuber might do a football skill video or mm. a co- collab video with somebody like that, that then the, the, the thumbnail, I, th- I would say, would be completely more important. But I think for yeah. us, 
it's not the be all and end all, is it? But no, it's, it's not. not. But the algorithm's really, really important because we're constantly having conversations around you know titles and stuff and how can we shoot things differently how can we make the thumbnails differently the titles and actually even like the time of day so this has been a discussion this week hasn't it time of day we launch videos well, the time of day has changed in the last few months yeah because we're sort of trialing that stuff obviously it's the summer at the moment so things are different you know kids, kids are off kids kids are not in school um so yeah that's that's the discussion we've been having for the last few but months we always talk about it don't we we had who was it in we had in was it Thogden or Thogden yeah Thogden, Thogden yeah. and he's kind of pub- and he's like upstairs in our office and he's like oh lads can I just jump on your internet he's yeah, like and I'm he's publishing a video he's publishing and we're a video. like hang on and he goes kids have just finished school and we're like oh shit it was three o'clock yeah. it was three o'clock and he was like no I always release at three o'clock because that's when the kids finish school yeah. so it probably they might get home at like half three quarter four four-ish he says it would have been in the system long enough that straight away they'll get home refresh YouTube homepage boom yeah, it would have been so, pushed straight away because it's proven that when they get in they want to watch the video it does um, it's mad so we've we, we've published our last few videos at like two three four in the afternoon and we're, we're coming around to a fact that maybe it might be better to publish at sort of six yeah. seven o'clock when at we night, look at maybe. our because we look at on the youtube studio it gives you the analytics the analytics are well, incredible the, the demographics yeah yeah it'll give you everything it'll give you absolutely everything what i've Demo- noticed demographic though, time is, where they are everything so i was looking this morning and 60 percent of our audience are 18 to 24 yeah and then i think i don't know like 30 or yeah yeah, uh, yeah 18 to 34 is the next big one yeah, yeah yeah but you know i think we're on the later end of that 18 to 24 yeah so yeah. i i think we're slightly i i if we had to so this is this is what they do in agencies. They create a person. Yeah, a typical viewer. Your your typical viewer. Who is the typical viewer in I, your eyes? I think the typical viewer for the cycling GK is a football fan. Mm-hmm. They are very sort of they're in that they're in a YouTube world. They like to spend a lot of time watching YouTube. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would say they're probably their age is about 21, 22. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I'd say that, yeah. Do you agree with I'd that? I'd say slightly older. I reckon uh, probably about 24, 25. Do you? Okay. Yeah. Okay. I think I think we see that differently though because I see it on a first-hand basis. Yeah, you see people. I see actual yeah, yeah, people yeah. like in the street or in shopping or in restaurants or yeah, whatever. Yeah. And don't get me wrong, I get there's so many people that will come up to me and they could be 22, 23, 24. But at football in particular mate we're talking the kids uh, they could be from 6 to yeah, yeah, yeah. 6 to sort of 16 the majority are 6 to 16 at but, football but will come up. the 6 to 16 year olds are the ones I want to shout you know the the first, you know the the 25 26 yeah. 27 year olds they're not going to be like oh cycling gk some of them do they're all cool yeah. and they're you know sat back yeah yeah yeah, yeah cycling gk they do mate you, you get know. a load of yeah. all <laughs> but what's, what's i find is interesting is is like the audience where they are in the world so obviously we're uk heavy in terms of our but when we put out so like will truce to kong the other day interview nigerian captain yeah. i love doing them interviews by the way i loved it i think that's one thing i'm going to do a lot more. i need to go around a few more players and get them done i want to do a troy deeney one for sure gotta there's, get Will Hughes there's loads I want to do a Will Hughes there's loads I want to do but I really do love doing those vi- interviews because I think it just I think it allows you to see the personal side of them that other broadcasters and other people even the in-house media team at Watford they don't they don't appeal to that human side of them so much they have to stick within the boundaries and the, the lines you're of their the mate aren't they you're Whereas, their mate like I say I'm able to come at it from a mate point of view and I can ask the questions that maybe the media team won't be able to ask or won't know to ask but just the because they haven't point, been in that world at the same point they know 
they're not, you're not going to chuck them under a bus. For sure. I know exactly what, but that's what I mean. The questions I ask will be tailored for that. And I know what questions I should ask and not try and probe too deep. That's going to get somebody in trouble or whatever. So I think those interviews really do open them up as a person more. Whereas like the other interviewers, like it might be Watford TV or it might be Sky Sport. They're not really giving you that personal info, that personal side, because they have to toe the line. They have to give them the stock footballer answer. But people don't want to see this. They don't want to hear the stock footballer answer. They want to hear it. Oh, that's how I think. I think like that too. So that... He's like me a little bit. Oh my God, imagine that. Like we are though. Like, you, footballers are just like Do you think people. going forward, mainstream media is going to have a sort of generational problem? So, you know, the people now, like the 16, 18 year olds, you know, they consume YouTube like big time and they don't really watch the, you know, the Gary Neville's and the Rio Ferdinand's and stuff. They don't really care what they have to say. They want to listen to Fogden. They want to listen to Ben Foster, stuff like that. As time goes on and they get older, will they follow on this like, like, will they change and start listening to sort of mainstream stuff or will mainstream change? I think mainstream will change. Because it has to change, well, right? It's already started changing. If you watch Sky Sports now, if you watch Sky Sports, the majority of the presenters are, they're, they're YouTubers, they're, they're social media. They're relevant. They're, they're relevant. They're people that have their own platform on yeah. something. Um, and I, I tell you at first, the amount of like, because we have it on in the canteen at football in the changing rooms and all that kind of stuff. And at first when they started doing it, because I think this year they've really started doing it and really started pushing it that way. The amount of footballers that will see these people on telly and they'll go, who is they? Who, who is that? Like, why is he on my telly? What does he know about football? But yeah. that's the common fan. That person yeah, yeah, there yeah. on telly is the common fan. And I'll tell you what, they know an awful lot about football because yeah, yeah. that's their life. They live it, honestly. They absolutely live and love football. Well, look at look at Thogden. Look at um, True Geordie. Mate, they know more yeah. than us. They they know more than us about football. Serious, Fogden, serious guys. Fogden breathes football. Breathes like football every single Seb, second of the like day. Spencer, they know football yeah, better than know. us. They don't do. Know. I'm a professional footballer, and don't wrong. There'll be bits I know more than that, but. They know more people in football, more players. Like if there's a player on the TV, they'll go, oh, it's him. He's from Croatia. He's got like, he's, do you know what yeah. I mean? They know yeah. much more than we do, don't they? Yeah, it's incredible. Yeah. But so that, like I say, to answer your question, I think, and it's already started, the major players, the Sky Sports, the BTs, they will start getting a lot more creators and people with their own platform on to come and do that work for them. <laughs> but are they just taking these creators and then putting them into a Sky Sports mold or are yeah. they saying be who you want to be yeah. and let's crack on no I and don't that, think they do that's the thing yeah I don't think they that's do that's the thing I, I worry about of, I don't I, I totally work. agree it work I totally agree that's such a good way of putting yeah. it because it's basically they're just basically getting another Richard Keys or uh, do you know what I mean uh, yeah. they're just getting that guy to come and do it for them so yeah. in 10 years time are we going to be watching Sky Sports and Chunks is going to be like oh well actually it blah, 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 no blah. it would be horrible <laughs> Chunks if you sell out like that yeah. you are we're done mate you are <laughs> done don't ever change do it always the way that you're doing it because it's the best way it's the only way you know how to do it it's the only way you should do it because it's the best way isn't it say what you see but it's inter- don't tailor yourself to anybody else I totally but agree but do you think Roy Keane for an example he would say I'm myself you know Sky Sports yeah, doesn't mold me point. and he is isn't it? 
right? there's a market for it. There's a market for yeah. it because yeah. people like controversy. That's why Graham Sooners will always be on there. Gary Neville, Jamie Carragher, and Roy Keane will always be on. And Mika Richards, who I love, by the way. Yeah, they'll always be on it because they're controversial and they will not sit on the fence, whether it's good, bad, or indifferent. They will say what they see. And having having met Roy Keane in person, like I have, and being on a team with him, he is himself. <laughs> he is brutal. He does not mince his word. But there's a market for it because people like to see contra- controversy and they like to pe- see people butting horns, don't they? Yeah. On a Saturday afternoon, if Man United are playing and they're doing the big game on a Sunday or right, something, example, and it's Man United and Paul Pogba's had a bad game. <laughs> wow. You know he's going like, to destroy it. Get the popcorn out. He's getting, getting it. it. He's getting it. Get the popcorn out yeah. because I want to see what they're saying. Yeah, I yeah, want to yeah. see what they're saying. Interesting about the mainstream media because something Spencer said, which was really interesting got me thinking he said he worries for YouTube because a lot of mainstream are kind of dumping um, material onto YouTube so for example on the trending pages which we're, we're no stranger to <laughs> um, we've had a few in there yeah yeah but that's lovely in it when you see with that tell us about that though the trending pages tell everyone about oh the trending pages so guys right if you're if you're a YouTuber creator whatever the like basically once you've dropped a video it's like a baby, isn't it? It's like your baby. You want to see it do well. You want to see it perform. You want to see the interaction, people getting in the comments, giving it <laughs> likes, all that kind of... You do. You want yeah, it, don't yeah. you? You crave it kind of thing. So basically what happens is once you drop a video, say we drop a video at three in the afternoon today, by tomorrow, 24 hours later, you if it's done really well, you might be on the trending page. You might yeah. be on the trending page. And I think our highest ever trend is number two. No, we no, had the two and three, didn't we? Yeah, at I one think point. we've had a two and three. We've had two videos in trending on the same time. Yeah. So we dropped them back to and back. And that's like your kid going off to university, isn't it? It's such a proud moment when you see, <laughs> like as soon as that happens, like one of us will we'll see and we'll screenshot it and we'll put it straight in the group chat. And it's videos trending. Boom, boom, like, boom. Oh we my God, buzzing, buzzing, yeah. wicked, wicked. It basically just means that YouTube are pushing it a bit more than normal kind of thing. But it's only because of the interaction, isn't it? It's basically based on obviously views but then it's viewer based retention on, as well it's ba- based on viewer retention how long people have stayed in the video and watched it so if it's a 10 minute long video if it's got like a 70% like average view yeah, duration yeah. which would be 7 minutes for example that means it's doing well people are watching the video for the for the most part and they'll of the serve video. it up to more people yeah and they'll just and YouTube will serve it up to more people it obviously then goes on likes and then comments as well how much people intera- interact with it so if you like say for us trending is like it's job well done basically isn't it yeah. it means you've yeah, done a good yeah, job yeah. basically do the same again yeah <laughs> sorry that was tangenting off there it's nice though it's nice it yeah. is it's wicked but yeah. when when Spen and Seb came in Spen said he worries because um, for example I think he used saying like the Late Late Show might for example be appearing number one and he's saying is that paid for how organic is mm. that because that's a mainstream yeah. show on Sky yeah, yeah. and now it's suddenly you're getting on an trending. influx of this yeah, that is a bit of a worry. I don't know, really. I don't know how that would work. Um, but the YouTube audience, they are not daft. No, they're not daft. They can oh, see mate. through it. Did you, did you ever watch the Rewinds? No. So every not. year, YouTube do a Rewind, right? And um, they basically look at the whole year and they push out all of the... They, they, they make like a 10-minute compilation video of the best videos that have gone online. Um, basically, this was always a really fun video and everyone, all the creators, all of the fans and everything were always super excited about it. I think around 2017, they released a video and the, the first person on it was Will Smith. Right. And oh. then The Rock was in it and then all these big A-listers were yeah. in it. And then everyone went mad. It's not and YouTube. Then, and then guess what? 
today it's still it's still the most disliked video on YouTube. Really? Serious? And it's the YouTube's video. It's not YouTube though, yeah. is it? It's That's not. not YouTube. That's it's mainstream. Not. Yeah, it's not. Yeah. And people don't come to YouTube for that. They want to escape the mainstream. Exactly. They want to come and yeah. see somebody that's making content just for YouTube. And that's what I think that's the beauty yeah. of what we do. Like we've tried putting our stuff on other platforms, haven't we? And it might not necessarily lend itself to it particularly well because what we do is for YouTube. It's tailor-made content. It's tailor-made for YouTube. For yeah, YouTube. Yeah. Don't get me wrong, we're doing a podcast now, we're doing the Foscast. It's it is for YouTube as well because people like to see the interactions between people and how yeah. you talk to each other and all that kind of stuff and the rapport of it all. That was a bit Brenty, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, it was, that was super David <laughs> and Brent the and the rapport of it all. Um, I don't get me wrong, we're, we're a podcast, we're on Spotify, we're on Apple, yeah. we're on all the others, all that kind of stuff. But people want to see content that is made just for YouTube, yeah. by YouTubers, yeah. by creators, and people can see through it when it's not, you totally, know. Yeah. So like you say, you're getting the likes of Sky Sports now starting their own YouTube channels mm-hmm. up and they're doing, they're getting Roy Keane and Gary Neville and somebody else to sit on a panel and discuss the weekend's topics and stuff like that. That's not YouTube though, is but it? they also put money behind the video. Yes. massive yeah. I'm not. I mean, some of it's great isn't it I mean like did the what they saw the one with them um, in the car with Michael Richards and Roy Keane it's proper fun brilliant it's I really, actually watched really it good. on Twitter though yeah so but yeah, that, yeah it's, it can be that sort of, that that I think the the thing with that is there's always going to be a market for it and I think rightly so as well I think no matter what you come on YouTube for as long as you have a good experience I think that's the beauty of YouTube whatever you're into there's something there for it you could be into fixing frigging cars or fixing sofas or chairs or microphones you'll be able to find a video for the it. Most, you'll be able to find a channel guaranteed the most random channel I've ever found or is it, so this guy's got do we need two- to know this do we need to know this right? <laughs> yeah, is this gonna be I a know you're one. a weird this, guy this, mate so <laughs> the stuff you're into this guy has millions of subs and basically all he does is go to different arcades around the world and uses those claw machines and they're, he makes they're crap though he makes a 10 minute video about each claw machine and he releases one every day boom millions I mate mean, that's his full time job yeah, mm. but what, what, look, look at this is the world. We something for everything. There's something for everyone in every single, no matter what your niche is, no matter what you're into. I think it's called the claw, by the way. If you're the claw. claw. <laughs> <laughs> what about our kids, though? What do they watch on YouTube? gamers they watch gamers they watch fifas they watch all that they love to watch like so, say the gamers that we watch match Matt hd gamer yeah, like classic. they might watch fortnite allier they might watch no matter who it is there's somebody playing a game that they play yeah. better than them or just with a bit more character about them yeah. or have this new trick or have this new skin have a look at this guys this is what i'm doing today this is the challenge i'm going to do yeah, on but FIFA. when they started doing it i remember me and you were almost like a bit angry like what the fuck are they doing? You're what watching. They, you're watching yeah. someone playing the game you have. Well, Why how, don't you play? how yeah. different is that to football? Yeah, but the most important thing is they're, they're listening to this. They basically listen to a podcast with someone playing a game. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're playing the game and having a chat. And whilst yeah. they're playing the game, they're talking about their day. Oh, yeah. I've done this in college today. I've done this yeah. in school. It's true. You know, yeah. They're basically listening to a podcast whilst watching a game. But again, it goes back to it doesn't matter what you're into. As long as you have a good experience, that's all people care about. And if, and if it means that they're listening to some bloke talk about the game that they're playing for an hour whilst they're playing a game, sweet as a nut in my book. You know what I mean? As long yeah, as yeah. it's appropriate and it's age restricted and all that kind of stuff, I don't mind that. Yeah, I, yeah. As long as you have a nice time and they're, they're not being like dickheads with it and they're not saying wrong things and being arrogant and being showy offy or anything, sweet as a nut. As long as you have a good experience, that's fine by me. You right, Tom? Getting a bit warm in here now, isn't it? It's always warm in here. I've still got my fan on, by the way, guys. If you're watching on YouTube, you can probably see this. I've got my little portable fan that's sticking that the end fan of my up phone. your ass, I tell you. And you can't even hear it on the microphone. Can you hear that? If you can, if you can hear the fan, right, comment, and it's going. 
No, it's not. I'm not going anywhere. I don't I'm care. I'm going to add a fan noise in. Just yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like a helicopter. <laughs> right, so so we're, we're in the office now. So this is, this is the studio. So Fozzie, tell us about where we work from. Okay, so we've got this incredible office now so we've got this beautiful office it's in my hometown of Leamington Spa Tom's hometown of Leamington Spa Frank you're from Bournemouth aren't you um, but the office is in Leamington Spa Mill Street Studios it is called and honestly it is one of the coolest shared workspace places you could probably ever go to it's, it's outrageous it's so the, the the atmosphere the environment is so brilliant honestly it brings so many people together it's, it's class and we're lucky enough that we've actually got an office upstairs um, like that's where you, the video so your fancy Premier League yeah, the video fancy Premier videos the one with all my shirts hung up in it the one with the big telly all that kind of stuff that is our office now and it is it's, it's just top class and it? it is so conducive for doing some real good work isn't it well we walk downstairs like we don't go to london for the pod like the, we literally walk downstairs from our office here and the beauty of it for us is frank's frank's our um obviously our kind of you know techie techie editor guy. yeah yeah but that said like where we are it's so full of creators because me and ben aren't from this world so we don't know 15 editors, web designers and everything like that. But this place is absolutely full of it, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. Got, yeah. So we know, so Frankie Boy's got his stag do and wedding coming up. Um, so we might be looking for a new editor if the stag do doesn't go too <laughs> Send well. Send your emails in, guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I, could, I could die. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like for us though, we were like, oh, we need a bit of cover. We've got some backup, but it's always good to have third, fourth, fifth yeah, option. Yeah, totally. And I literally walked to the office next door and you're like, Guys, do you know yeah. anyone? Yeah, and it's awesome, isn't it? A guy put his hand up and went, "Yes, I, I can, can do, literally I can do that. that. That's I what I do." That. Yeah. All right, boom, sweet as a nut. So we, we are we are very lucky. There are people on site, like even today, like if, if Frank's not in the office in the office today, and we have a problem with the pod studio, for example, there's somebody out there that yeah. can come in and just go, "Yeah, you just need to press this button, press yeah. that button, and it's good to go." That's it. Literally, it's that. Put your yeah, hand yeah, up, yeah. help. Yeah. Somebody will come over and help you. It's yeah. wicked, isn't it? It's, it's. I love it here, though. I do. I absolutely buzz off it. Like it's. I just come in here and I want to work and I want to do stuff. And I want to meet people and I want to network and yeah and our of- office is like oh, I'm not being funny but it's like the dream isn't it we've yeah. got a PS5 yeah we've got um, there's a bottle of whiskey in there bottle of, we've got some Johnny <laughs> Blue in there we've got an indoor indoor exercise bike in there I think we need to do a pod one week where we bring the bottle of Johnny Blue down the whiskey and we just talk about anything we, we might talk that, about I'm co- dead current affairs that. current social trends whether it be you, have you seen that um, standing on the crate thing by the way that's, yeah what's that about I don't know it's have like um, it? it's in America or something like that where they're just putting a load of crates up and people are trying to walk over it looks mad though I've seen so many things of people falling on their back and breaking them in half and stuff it looks it shows mad you what people to do for a few likes though. that's what people will do anything for the We've content we got to do that anything then one the week yeah we'll do that one week boom boom Come on, let's keep it moving. Right. Come on, let's keep it moving. Okay, so when we're talking... So with Cycling GK, I think it's um, pretty well covered. A lot of information there, isn't it? Yeah. Right, the Fozcast. The Fozcast. So we're six episodes in. This will be the sixth episode, Right, yeah. this will be the sixth episode. Again, where where the hell did this one come from? Yeah, this was... Um, again, we're just... We're, we're pretty good at just chatting gump, aren't we? I think we're very good at sort of like talking to people and getting on with people. We meet people daily and... I just find it really interesting as I've got older especially find it really interesting in listening to other people's stories and finding out where they come from what they do what drives them all that kind of stuff mental health I think is a big thing that we're pretty good at touching on not going in crazy depths and details and stuff like that but I think it's interesting to talk about and important to talk about Um, so we've had some wicked guests on anyway we've had some like really big name YouTubers all that kind of stuff and we want to branch out we want to get some really really good guests on you know we want to get people from the sports world from the entertainment business we 
want to get people who are like in 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 like the sports world anyway that might be a presenter do you know what i mean people like that we've got some pretty decent names i don't want to are we allowed to name any no we're no not allowed to name let's any. wait yeah we'll Keep wait it a but we've got some we've got some pretty interesting things we've got that we a couple do. of um We've got a couple of serious guests that we're yeah. kind of working with at the moment, yeah. uh, lining up. So, as a kind of person that's in known yourself, when you have the old sliding of the DM, someone coming in and it's like a blue tick, and you go, "Oh," and we're talking some serious names here. What do you feel like that? Do you like me and Frank would be, or that would be like, "Holy shit." Yeah, heck yeah. So like we've had like people follow us and stuff like that on Instagram and Twitter and all that kind of stuff. And I'm like, do you think we could get them on the pod? Yeah. But like these are massive names, mega names. Like some of the people that follow us on on like Twitter and Instagram and Mate, stuff like that. Mate, the one you got yesterday blew my mind. Blew your mind. It was incredible, wasn't yeah. it? Like I don't know if we we're going to be able to get him on for whatever, but sorry, I'm saying it. I don't no, 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 on planning stuff and like getting stuff sort of nailed in like that we've already like I said earlier we're, it's so hard to try and get somebody pinned down and actually do it that you could have the best intentions in the world but it might just not materialise but I think that's the beauty of it all whereas yeah. if it's organic and natural and happens as it is then boom sweet as a nut we'll do it otherwise we'll just sit here with a bottle of Johnny Blue and just chat shit because <laughs> we're pretty good at it aren't yeah, we yeah, oh, yeah. we're world class at that we I'll are. tell you that so, so how tell everyone how the podcast runs like how do we structure an episode so for example if we have Jack on tell tell everyone about that process okay so that process how it happens is basically I will send a, a WhatsApp a, D- a DM a Twitter DM an Instagram DM and I will basically just say hi mate listen big fan of what you do like well, I absolutely buzz off you um, would you be interested in coming on the podcast and sitting down with us coming up to Leamington to the Mill Street Studios and, and we'll just pick your brains for an hour an hour and a half or something like that literally as simple as that right and I think because I've been in sport for so long, I've been, you know, I'm, I'm, people know me as, as a safe pair of hands, not just, not, I'm not we. talking about football, we. I'm, but, but they know that whatever I'm going to put out there is not going to be controversial. I'm not going to be a dickhead. I'm not going to dig you out. So they feel, I think they feel fairly safe coming on. I don't, mm-hmm. Would you agree? Yeah, is that yeah, fair enough totally, to say? Yeah. So I think, Apart from the bit that you're not a dickhead. Yeah, well, you know. <laughs> but like that, it is though, it's that, it's literally that. And m- more times than not, we'll get a reply going, yeah, I'd love to, that'd be great. So, and then it just, and then it goes from there. Can you do this week? Can you do that? We, we're finding that it's very difficult to pin people down because people have busy schedules yeah. which is fair enough and we're fine. not in London and we're not in London we made that conscious decision yeah, and, and like I wanted- say we've had people come up haven't we like Jack and Stevie from the Happy Hour podcast they drove up from Norwich and we don't pay these people no we don't pay them they don't get paid no one's getting paid to come on if you want to come on the podcast you're doing it off your own back but that's generally that's how podcasts that's, work though isn't it works, yeah, yeah I would like to think so I, w- yeah, yeah. I would never ever pay anybody to come on the podcast no. if you're if you want to be paid then I'm not no. I, I won't want you on because I want to, I want us to have a nice time and you you do it because it's a nice thing to do and I yeah. think that's the beauty of it isn't it you just get people on that are like minded that you want to have on in the first place let's just sit and down and we don't and want to do zooms we were talking about this today weren't we Frank like, and yeah. when, when yeah. came up. we don't want to do zooms I think it just kills that like like realness of it you know yeah like, I've never I, been a fan of it I want to see the interaction yeah, I want to see how you look at each other in your eyes yeah. it, we're not getting weird now alright Frankie baby <laughs> but I want to see how you look at each hey, other hey, and hey. interact because I think it's a it's a it's a massive skill that's missing and lacking in people nowadays with the rise of social media and lockdown and people wanting to stay at home 
the the very place that we do this from is a shared workplace and people come here to get yeah. out of their house they might only come here once twice three times a week but it's their escape from home and you realize that I, I used to be a bit more of a sort of introvert where I wouldn't want to sort of go and meet people or new people or talk to people. But I found as I've got older, I really enjoy doing it now. And I yeah, miss yeah. when you don't. You're do. a people person. I'm a people person are, yeah. now. Like, and I really enjoy it. I really enjoy just talking to somebody or finding out stories and stuff like that. And I think it's so important to do that. So that's that again, for me is the part where I love getting people into the studio where you can see into their eyes and you can talk to them on a human level. Cause yeah. I think you give a bit more then as well. You know what I mean? Totally, yeah. you, happier talking about stuff when it's like that as well it's real it's not over an internet connection totally agree totally agree so like the Fozcast um, it's gone really well hasn't it I think we've been surprised with how well it's been received but again I think people it's just natural isn't it just- it's natural it's, I think the thing is though at the minute it's, it's very hard to absolutely nail it I'd love to be able to put out two episodes a week it'd be great to do two episodes I would a week. love to be able to do two episodes and I think once I finish football I think it'll be so much easier to do and we can really nail through a lot of people and get some wicked guests on it's just at the minute with football and with the cycling GK and with the family you know what I mean like I I have to take all of that into account and it's so hard to like if we're doing this Frank you'll have to come down up from Bournemouth for example it's very hard to pencil it all in so we're doing okay at the minute we're, doing, we're getting one yeah. episode basically out per week aren't we every Sunday it will drop um, and it's and it's good content and I think that's the beauty of it as long as it's good content and people like listening to it we'll keep going and that's, that's the other thing isn't it it's you you've got a job as a footballer we've got the Foscast Cycling GK but you're a family man as well family you man, know yeah. you're you've got you've play. got a life yeah yeah football <laughs> you're no different you do the taxi Mate, after school like when I, at the minute it's cool because they're off school it's the six weeks holidays summer holidays but when they start back at school in a couple of weeks time like our kids are active kids like same as yours they have clubs literally every night honestly yeah. they have football Louis has football pretty much every night or, or some of her activity after school Livy has netball pretty much every other night as well so we are ferrying people all around the place yeah, like yeah. I'm picking the kids up at school I'll pick one kid up at 4.30 4 o'clock Kate will go and pick somebody else up at 5 o'clock and then they're going straight to another like place 20 miles away in the car like you don't you're not getting in some nights till 7, 8 o'clock so it's hard like you yeah, to, yeah. to fit it all in around that as well well this this is a good thing about the channel is because people can actually see that you are a human you're yeah. not just this footballer you know that's because I, I think that's what I enjoy about meeting you as well when you first invited me up and I was like oh cool I'm going to meet Ben you came to our house, didn't you? I did. Kate yeah, went and bought yeah. you loads of little sushi bits, didn't no, you? No, I went and bought the sushi. Oh, was it you? Was it you? Yeah. Frank was just telling his story about when he came up to our house. Oh, oh no. Sorry. <laughs> I'm trying, I've got a vague running order here. I was, I was just saying, you know, like I've never met a footballer properly, you know, where you just sit down and talk to them. So I'm just thinking like, you know, what's, you know, what a footballer's like. And yeah, I met you and you're just, guess what? Just Same a normal, normal, yeah. a normal guy. Yeah, most of just a time, total normal honestly. person. And within yeah. five minutes yeah. of talking to you, I was like, I felt relaxed. Yeah. And nowadays you're like, oh, fuck's sake, it's <laughs> leave me alone. <laughs> Diverse. Fuzzy, leave me alone. No, but I think that's what people like about the channel is yeah, they're yeah. learning that, they're learning about your life and realising that you're not relatable. Just like, just you're relatable. relatable. You're yeah, just a normal yeah. person. Well, Usual stuff, yeah. you know? And I think, you know, it'd be good going to see other footballers or other sports people do it yeah. in, the, in the future. This is what we're talking about because we've talked about it, haven't we? And we're like, what can a, an England, um, is it the Lionesses? The, is that yeah. what they call them? Yeah, they're like, can a, a player yeah. from the Lionesses, why can't, why Why is this not a thing? Doing a vlog, match yeah. day vlogs. Yeah. Right, and we've talked about it in the NBA players or NFL players or something like that. And we're like, and then we, our conversations evolved and said, 
we can help other people because we've yeah, been on this journey. That, yeah. So we've talked about, okay, well, if Frank then looks to recruit another editor, another, and I have somebody else to help me run the business, you go, well, why can't we help other people? Well, we, we've had to learn how to do it all ourselves. Yeah. And we've had to learn quick as well, haven't we? Because yeah. when you start yeah. something by yourself, we, we basically started a business from scratch, not knowing how to do absolutely any of it. Yeah. But you learn as you go. You wing it, you find out what works, what doesn't work. And then you learn contacts, people along the way who can yeah, help yeah. and do stuff. And it'd be wicked to be able to help other people and give them a real good head start before they get even going. Do you know what I mean? Because it's hard. It's a tough old world, yeah. isn't it? Last year of your contract at Watford, what year thinking, other than Watford staying up, what are you thinking next? next year oh yeah obviously a successful season with Watford first and foremost um, I think it's so hard to predict like honestly like I, I, can't, I can't tell you for sure what I will be doing next season or the season after or the season after I, I could happily retire at the end of the season I had a wicked innings one thing I'd love to do is go out to America I'd love to do I'd love to basically take the cycling GK out to America and do what we've been doing here over there that and I think would be insane it would be insane wouldn't it be wicked I, I think it'd have a massive draw as well a massive audience it's and a journey it would be a wicked journey to do and I'd love to be able to show that journey as well I'd love to be able to show exactly what it looks like moving out there do you reckon Frank playing for a team I think like it'd be that. good could you see work, self working in LA or wait that but all he's got to do he's got Bex on speed dial too hasn't he <laughs> oh, my, old, my old pal Bex your old mate I could just need send a new you, keeper in Miami you, you stay here mate I'll just send the footage back it's fine don't worry about it <laughs> um, I'm coming to LA mate, mate it would be wicked <laughs> wouldn't it it'd be wicked I'd love to just show the journey show what it looks like what I get up to when I'm not playing football what do you do what do the lads do when they're out yeah, there yeah, do you know yeah. what I mean what, yeah, what does yeah. it look like for them so I think but again that's, that's a part people haven't seen exactly nobody's you know? ever seen that before so I think it'd be so important to show that and the people will buzz off doing it we're just getting used to seeing you know the Premier League exactly like even what we're doing like yeah. people have never seen that before so it's like a yeah, new yeah. thing for uh, for English football kind of thing so I think the Americans would be a lot more receptive as well they'd buzz off it so much more it's really interesting because you started the cycling GK whilst playing and you introduced and integrated that whilst sorry the missus is bringing you did that whilst you were still playing so the kind of club the league your teammates had to adapt around that now if you were going to MLS it would almost be this is the package and it's the cycling GK it's the GoPro and the goal that's very very different scenario isn't it yeah it is I think I think they'd be on board a whole lot more um they they would almost no they wouldn't they're not signing you just to bring your YouTube channel out for God's sake they're signing you because of your your football skills and abilities but they would know that it would it would have an audience as well and I think the American audience would absolutely buzz off it the way that I do it particularly like for me it's I'm very niche because I'm a goalkeeper so I can stick the GoPro in the goal and people would love to see that as well they would love to see exactly what they've been seeing in this country so an outfield player doesn't quite have the same ability. Do you know what I mean? It's not like they can run around the whole game with a camera in their hand. No. Or, do you know what I mean? Stuck to their shit. It's a bit weird, wouldn't like, it? Exactly. It's a little <laughs> bit weird. Um, so yeah, I just think I just think it's a it's a massive opportunity. And I'd, I've always said I'd love to go out to America anyway and just play, just do a year knowing every morning I can wake up and put my shorts and flip-flops on. You do that anyway? I do that anyway. <laughs> yeah. But knowing that it's going to be 25 degrees yeah, out there, it'll be, it'll nice, be absolutely it? beautiful, Little mate. coffee shop on the way to training. Love, yeah, exactly. Lovely swan song. Final yeah. year, boom. And then we had a nice little development this week, which dovetails into future content. So um, the channel is getting a new vehicle, isn't it? 
the channel's getting a new vehicle. We are getting a passion wagon, guys. <laughs> it's an absolute beauty as well. Um, it's a Vol- Volkswagen. Uh, it's a VW. Um, it's a camper van. Camper van, yeah, basically VW, a, a VW, transporter. Yeah, yeah transporter thing. Um, it's class. So we we've always wanted one for the channel, like a proper channel car kind of thing. Where if we're gonna go do a cycling video or just even go away for a few days and take yeah. the bikes and take the family and kids or whatever, you can stick everything in the boot um, and then just take it, and it can be part of the channel, yeah. part of the show. Uh, let's all jump in the passion wagon. I've got, I've got to stop calling it the passion wagon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, sounds, it sounds dirty. I know, it? It sound dirty yeah. But it'll be it'll be wicked. Like yeah, so we've got one of them coming soon. I've got we? the vision when you retire of the passion wagon being parked up on outdoor, not outdoors, but you know, on the side of a French road and the cycling GK running up the. Uh, <laughs> All right, Taya. All right, Fruity lads. Getting a quick interview. So Rogan uh, reporter. Halfway through. Um, no, well, I'm looking forward to that. We've got all these adventures to come, though, because obviously football's you know still still what your job is and stuff. But I think people have asked us over the months, like, what are you going to do when when you retire? So kind of like, what con- kind of content are you going to do when you retire? Oh, cycling related. Everything. Uh, do you know, uh, we could do we could do so much more. There's so much many football um, challenge re- related videos that we want to do anyway. We've got loads of ideas, to be fair, some absolute perlers as well. It's just, again, time restraints. Like, we, we struggle so badly to do it just because day-to-day life kind of thing gets in the way um but there is there's a load of football content that would absolutely bang there's so many cycling videos we want to go and make like countries different countries visiting yeah almost do like tour guides of countries of how to cycle them how to have make it a holiday go and show what mallorca looks like somewhere in italy somewhere in like france anywhere do you know what i mean go and show you what we do where we wake up get some breakfast stop in getting coffee places here there and whatever show you what the mountains look like i think that'd be wicked though like as a tour guide because we've been to mallorca on loads of cycling holidays and we've never been one there are a lot of people it's split into two camps they'll either go on organized trips to mallorca that's not really our bag is it we love to do our own thing but actually we do quite a lot of research we plan out routes and all stuff like that and there's so many people in the same boat as us and i remember the first time we went to mallorca we were like looking at gopro footage of youtube videos of people like going down sacalobra which is one of the big climbs um you go down it to come back up it kind of thing and actually if you made a video which is like Ah, these are the cool climbs in the area. This is the best place to stay for coffee. And then most importantly at the end, well, you're having a little swig. That would actually have to be quite structured though. Have we are we are we able to do that? Are we that Mm. sort of organised? Well, we could do the bit at the end. We where where's good for a pint. Yeah, (laughs) definitely. That would be we could structure their life out of that. That's the easy research. Yeah. Um no, I enjoyed that, lads. You enjoyed that? Absolutely. Yeah, that was it. what an hour and twenty minutes of chatting absolute gumph, all things cycling, GK, Foscast related. But it was thoroughly enjoyable. Loved wasn't it. it. Loved Jack it. and Frankie Boy. Loved excited it. Yeah. For the future. Dead excited. Really excited. It's nice to have you on board, mate. Tomasi, class is absolute always. Sweating Frankie a little boy. bit mind. I know, boy, I'm Yeah, I'm done. My fan I'm is done. not doing much at the minute. Um, Frankie, even though you were nervous, you performed like an absolute yes. beast, mate. <laughs> Proud of you. Well thank done. You. Cheers. Guys, thank you for listening as always. Like I said, if you're listening to this on Spotify or Apple and you want to watch the video, head over to the Foscast podcast channel over on YouTube and you can watch me in my beautiful AX third kit. Thank you for listening as always or watching. I'll see you all soon. Right there. You forgot something. What? Up the Fozcast. Up the Fozcast. Go on the boys. Up the Fozcast. <laughs> Up the Fozcast. We got a poshie in the house. Posho. <laughs> Up the Fozcast. Up the Fozcast. Up the Fozcast. Uh, yeah. Uh. <laughs> right, wicked boys. Nice. Lads. <laughs>